Welcome to Geeks Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And tonight we are joined by my very good friend and Disney expert, historian, guru, whatever you want to call him, Mr. Doug Marsh. Also family friend, right? <laughs> yes, yes. You can you can actually just say somebody who spends too much time at the Disney theme parks, but not in the last year. I was going to say, I don't know for one that that's possible. And uh, um and two, you've earned these accolades, so I feel like you've uh, you should get uh, recognized for them. Exactly. Um, we do have to do. We're going to have a great show for you tonight. We're going to talk about the opening of Disney's California Adventure, where uh, Doug was actually at the opening day. Um, but before we do anything else, we have to give a shout out to our very own webmaster Merlin, whose birthday is today. So happy birthday, Merlin! We thank you for all you're doing. Um, you really are uh, one of the reasons that we. We do what we do, and um, and it's 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 weird to think that uh, what was it 16, 17 years ago now you were part of uh, starting Daps Magic, yeah. which would lead to Geeks Corner, and you've kept us running for all of that time. So happy birthday, <laughs> happy happy birthday! Yay! Yes. So we'll make sure he sees this because uh, he might have gone to bed already, but. Um, but that's that's okay, right? That's yeah. that's from the the twenty fifth birthday party. Oh my gosh, that is super. I don't know how you just pull these things out and you like. <laughs> the strangest part is, as soon as you said that, I suddenly said, "Oh, that birthday hat! It's over in the hallway." So I <laughs> dashing over there while that picture was up, grabbed it, and there it is. Happy birthday! Very good. Happy birthday, Merlin. Uh, so one of the great things about Doug is Doug has had so many fantastic experiences through the years, and and we've had I, I can't say how many different fun conversations we've had where we'll start talking about one thing, and then Doug will say, "Well, you know, this one time," and I'll hear this fantastical story. And, and so as as Disney's California Adventure, which we're going to add the S tonight because I think that's appropriate, don't you, Doug, um, is celebrating. I had to remember while I was writing to use apostrophe S. It's kind of weird now, isn't it? Um, do you consider it a birthday or an anniversary? Actually, for both of you, is it a birthday or an anniversary? Katie. Because Disney did both. I always say birthday, but I'm very informal. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm, I'm inclined to say anniversary unless they specifically call it a birthday. They did but both. It, yeah, it was not actually born. So True. there you go. It did not yeah. have a birth. And, and so there you go. That, I think that's a very uh, fair point. I think the funniest thing is that they said anniversary and birthday within like 200 feet of each other. Oh, yeah. All the acknowledgements were on <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's okay. Whatever. <laughs> um, but anyway, as I was thinking about 20 years ago and the opening of Disney's California Adventure, I was like, I wonder if anybody was was there that I know. And immediately was like, if anybody was there, <laughs> it was Doug. <laughs> Oh, and was I ever? <laughs> so, as we we, I think we're just gonna kind of work our way through this. But before we get to the actual day, Doug, how early before this did you start thinking like maybe I could go to this? Because I remember there was a lot of hype around the opening. I didn't live locally then, but I do remember it. Like there was kind of this like, hey, there's going to be tons of people here. Go to the previews that I can't go to because I live in in Spokane. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, like when did you start thinking like, hey, this is this might be something I want to do? Well, 
for those of you who have read the article, read the article. Uh, yeah. For those of you who have read the article, you know, they started clear back in 1990 announcing there would be a second theme park. So we'd been all waiting patiently for 10 years. Yep. And then when it finally came down that it was going to be Disney's California Adventure, we really, really got interested. And then they started building the thing. And we had preview centers. There was one inside Disneyland. There was one out in the Esplanade. And, uh, and as it got closer and closer to being built, we were really, really watching. So, frankly, as soon as they announced an opening day, my friends and I all got in touch with each other. We were all in, in clubs together. We belonged to clubs. Yeah. And, and in the club, we got to, got to you know, get the club together. And we said, you know, will we have another opportunity for the opening of a Disney theme park? And certainly not here in Anaheim, although right. there was to be a third theme park. And there was even a website that the company sponsored called thirdthemepark.com. And, uh, but, but we said this is going to be our big opportunity. So as soon as they announced the date, we began plotting. I'm sorry, planning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really went back and forth on the word plotting or planning in my article. But, uh, yeah, we began planning then. So then the big day came. Mm-hmm. And and you get there ridiculously early, I think is a good way to put that, which it's funny as I was rereading this, because I feel like every time something big happens, people are surprised when when like the online media gets surprised when people show up the day before or mm-hmm. four before. Um, your friend getting there. Was it 7 a.m. You said well, I had one friend who was determined that he was going to be the first guest in the park. And uh, unfortunately, he, he, as we know, he, he wasn't. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> but uh, but uh, what happened was, is we got word that we could, we could begin to line up over at uh, the brand new Mickey and Friends parking structure at 4 o'clock. And so at 4 o'clock, if you want to, uh, let me see here. Uh, can you put this up on the screen? It is up. You're good. Up. Okay. So you would have seen this at 4 o'clock. And now they were expecting hordes of thousands of guests to appear. And as you can see, I, I actually sat down and I counted just to be sure there are less than 100 people there. And like this was, yeah. <laughs> right. Because we really thought at four o'clock, they're just they're all going to come rushing pell-mell to get in line. Right. And uh, my friend is actually sitting. I don't know if you can see uh, just to the left of the trash can. He's actually sitting on the ground because he'd been there uh-huh. from 8 a.m. forward. So I'm going to go ahead and go off of this this photo here. And and then I ran up to the top of the uh, brand new new parking structure just so we could get the scope of this vast crowd. And so here we are. There's the scope of this vast crowd (laughs) of people that assembled at 4 o'clock. And after that, I would definitively describe the arrival of people as a steady trickle through the night. And wow. uh, so I'll go ahead and put this one back away. So that's uh, that's how it started. So and when, then, uh, mm-hmm. like, so you start that you've got this steady trickle, and and like, what what were the I guess the highlight points is you're moving from steady trickle in a parking lot to really cold night. <laughs> well, the one thing that I uh, I want to I want to shout out to Jason Schultz. A lot of people may know him. Uh, he's working on a project to uh, to create an enormous online archive of Disneyland photos. And he found out that I have lots and lots of print. 
And uh, he digitized all of my negatives, three packets of negatives from that day. And some of these pictures I had not seen for 20 years. And here's one of them. Here we go. I had completely (laughs) forgotten that this cast member showed up. And there it is, letting us know we absolutely definitely are at the grand opening of Disney's California (laughs) Adventure. So that was one of the first surprises. I, as I said, I hadn't seen this photo in 20 years. My friend also, uh, Jason also said, wow, look at those Italian cypress trees in the background. Oh, you're right. It's a solid green bank of, you know, it's a green wall today. Right. Look at it then. That's because they were brand new trees back in the yeah. day. And you want to look at the palm trees. This is also the uh, Pinocchio lot. You can still see the Pinocchio <laughs> sign behind him. So, uh, so that, that was one of the first surprises that I saw at the time. And then, uh, two, uh, the, uh, the other thing that happened was that the next step was getting our wristbands and oh. finding out that they had this huge, elaborate setup with color-coded tape marking off big sections of the parking garage. And then during the night, they would march each section of color-coded people with their wristbands and they're color coded on the ground and they would march us across in groups and then we would have one setup first and our our setup was on the rivers of america first wow. and um but we had to wait until the park closed at eight o'clock because it was a you know it was february and it was a mid midweek night yeah so eight o'clock they closed uh disneyland and uh then then they did finally march us across the street and um, and and then we were expecting to see the thousands and thousands of people behind us who never materialized. And instead, we eventually got marched up and all the way around the corner. And we were at the front of the pack uh, on the parade route between the Matterhorn and Sleeping Beauty Castle. And that's huh. where we spent the night. Well, at least you'd be protected from wind. <laughs> yes, yes. Although... You know, we had to listen to Harold all night long, growling, <laughs> and, growling and carrying on. But uh, it it actually it wasn't that that bad. And then and then uh, the the next major milestone was when someone came rushing up, kind of excitedly, and said, "There's something going on across the Esplanade." And uh, now, is this not like the most? Go ahead and put this up here. You got it. Uh, let me see here. Okay. This was my favorite photo from the article. Is it not gorgeous? It's I so mean, beautiful. I mean, it is. And and does it not just beckon you? Yeah. The lighting beautiful. The red oh. carpet's beautiful. It's, oh. it's a money shot. And of course, we're not allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not for you. Now, it, it did turn out it was a media event with okay. all these celebrity guests and in the 90s you know it was the weirdest assemblage when you would have tom arnold rubbing elbows with jack nicholson of course and uh and uh brandy was there and so was melissa joan hart and well anyway just just this whole array of people uh if you can find the original uh, uh guest list uh, we've since discovered that there were all kinds of people there that we didn't know about. So this was actually, but but really all we did was we we sort of sneaked up on that, <laughs> and we were standing off behind so barricades. When, yes. So was there nobody like guarding you guys as you were next? Oh to yes. That oh absolutely. There, we had so many cast members looking oh, after us. Bear in mind. 
they had kept cast members to look after. We heard at one point that they were anticipating 30,000 guests. Oh, gosh. There were 900 of us. <laughs> so so they were rolling out trays of coffee and cocoa and donuts and what do you need? But here was the interesting part. What do you need? We need to go inside and get warm. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't let you do that. <laughs> so so we, we had to stay out there on that cold, hard pavement all night long. And wow. uh, meanwhile, across the way, uh, unbeknownst to us, uh, they were busy building an enormous bleacher once the party was over. And so uh, the the night kind of goes through in a partial blur. Oh, I'm sure. Can you imagine? And uh, a I, friend I'm of mine, like the 50th, when we all spent the night in Disney California Adventure, we'll right. see us. See, by, by the 50th, uh, I was covering uh, as media and so yeah. i was running around at media events and so uh but but because i remembered what it was like i made a point of going out and greeting friends of mine who were waiting in line and letting them know oh you know this is going on and that's going on and stuff because i remembered being back there you know, <laughs> one of those people <laughs> yeah the the pavement people <laughs> Yep. Stuck, stuck on the pavement. It's nice to know we've all been there, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so so after that, uh, the next thing was, uh, you know, the morning came. And we knew that the park was scheduled to open at 8 a.m. And that there was going to be something. You know what's weird about that? Just mm-hmm. a second. Is you said you knew the park was going to open at 8 a.m. I cannot remember for the life of me in recent memory when Disney California Adventure or the other version opened before like 10. 10 yeah. Maybe 9. But 8 a.m. is like the moment you said that, my, I was like, they really did think they were going to get people here. That, well, this and this goes to the other thing. Bear in mind, I, you know, I was a even before I got involved with with, you know, Laughing Place and media, and uh, a lot of other things. I was with the clubs, and Disneyland would send all kinds of people out. We had a member of the entertainment team come to my club, the chapter at the park, and give us a talk about the entertainment they were going to be offering. And one of the major things they said, it's not going to be that stuff you see at Disneyland. (laughs) This is going to be California. It's going to be sophisticated. It's going to be forward-looking. And the Disney characters, the Disney characters live over at Disneyland, and they might vacation at California Adventure. And my first thought was, surely they didn't forget what happened at Epcot in 1980. That was immediately my thought, yeah. too. I was like, did you when, not learn from Epcot? Yeah, when, when people walked through the doors and said, Where's Where's Donald? Where are they? Well, so California Adventure was going to have all this sophisticated entertainment, and it was going to be uh, such an amazing park and an amazing experience. And as I wrote in the article, that they actually were training the cast at City Hall and on Main Street how to deal with irate guests who would be forced to go over to Disneyland because they couldn't get in to Disney's wow. California adventure for the day. And they were expecting to turn away thousands of disappointed guests, or partially too, because they knew that California adventure had a much smaller capacity 
True. Disneyland. And something they didn't like to discuss, far, far fewer attractions. That was also uh, true. Yeah. The, 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 the general formula is you want to have about the same number of attractions, shops, and food outlets. And when California Adventure opened, it was very, very top-heavy with food outlets and shops. Uh-huh. I remember that. Very, very sparse when it came to – they called anything in there an attraction. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and so the the Bountiful Valley Farm, come and see the crops growing. That's an attraction. Come see a tractor. Yeah, come see a track. Come sit on a tractor. That's an attraction. <laughs> That's and, a real attraction. Uh, yes. Yeah. So so they they were very sparse. So so that was the next thing. So one one thing to understand is I had actually been to previews of Disney California Adventure before opening day. So for me, it was not a brand new experience to walk through the gates. And full admission, I sat down one day and figured it out. And I said, I can't believe this. I had been in there 11 times before opening day. <laughs> I, I just, I was shameless. I would, I would, you know, I was outside with a cardboard sign. But the reason was, is because I was convinced that once it opened. You'd never get in. I'd never get in again, or yeah. it would be so crowded. And, and the, the irony is the, um, because everyone felt that way. The previews were incredibly crowded. Yeah. And it was hard to get on the attractions. And also the previews were part of the problem that later came in that the word of mouth was not as positive as they would have hoped it would be. But they um, and and so between the combination of that and the fact that they also put out a big media campaign. Stay away from opening day. It's going to be so crowded, you won't be able to get in. Well, that message they got across perfectly because <laughs> people didn't show up. So opening day ah. itself uh, was was not crowded. But but what happened to us was we started to get very concerned and alarmed. It was getting close to 8 a.m. And we were still back, you know, way halfway back in Disneyland. And then they finally brought us forward. And... Um, and we're very excited because we think, okay, this is it. We're going to be the first guests to go in for the grand opening. Uh oh. And um, this picture right here showing where they had brought us over to the side is is what I I call it Anaheim. We have a problem. <laughs> you look closely. Do you see the two guests, the two guest control or cast members that are right there dead center? I feel a little bit bad for them, I think. Oh, I feel very bad for them. And then, but do you also notice the other cast members sort of in ranked tiers behind them, Mm -hmm. including people with earphones on? Mm -hmm. And what they're doing is they are dealing with some, shall we say, vocal (laughs) Disney theme park fans who are expressing exactly how they feel about standing. Because one thing you might not have noticed, look way over on the right hand, I'm sorry, on the left hand side of this image, mm-hmm. up high, do you see, you can see the edge of a platform? Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's even a person standing on it looking back at us. And uh-huh. do you see the backs of people over there on the right? On yeah. the left, on the left? That's where the entrance is. Well, there's no way and, to get to that. And this is where they stopped us and said, wait here. And we said, but it's starting. It's starting. We could hear it starting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close this picture out now. Sure. 
Yeah, we said we said it's starting. It's starting, and they said yes. And then after the ceremony is over, <laughs> after the park is open, and after all those people have gone inside, then you get to go in. <laughs> we said, but we're here for the opening. They said, oh, you'll be the first guests. Literally, we are the first paying guests. Yes, <laughs> I see how this is working. Yeah, because, because yes, they they we everything we went through all that day and night. We paid for the privilege. I, I actually brought with me another little artifact that I did not show in the article. So people who watch the podcast, you get to see this first. This is my actual two-park annual pass. The original. to me on February 2nd of 2002. And uh, this it was the first two-park premium pass that Disneyland ever issued. And the, here is the other side of it. And this one is unusual in that it has a tiny, tiny remnant of uh, text here. <laughs> it used to say Disneyland annual passport on it, but that lettering was printed with something that rubbed off over, <laughs> over the course of that year. I have a second one like this that is completely rubbed smooth. Wow. You cannot see any text on the front. So if, if if you ever find an image of one of these with all the text on it, that person didn't get to the park very much. But this was this was the ticket media that I was required to use to get in that day. Huh. And uh, that uh, but but so how much you, in your article you say you basically saw the back of heads for the mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the preview or or the the opening. Yeah, here, here you go, um, ladies and gentlemen. You can now experience exactly what it was like <laughs> to, to be one of the paying guests for the grand opening of Disney's California Adventure. Uh, could do you, you hear the dedication, or was it like? What was that? Could you hear the dedication, or was it just? Oh like yes, but it was it was sort of muffled and booming, and okay. uh, and then uh, too. I'll go ahead and close this one. Sure. Uh, the uh, the uh, the. Uh, ceremony was also it was baffling even if you now go go back you'll find on youtube there are some videos of the actual ceremony it is the most bizarre people in blue unitards running around carrying yellow well, or in california smoke and it's it was very sophisticated exactly katie <laughs> it was sophisticated <laughs> It was it was the the weirdest thing. I did see the giant golden woman appear above the the rooftops, and you can see that picture in the article. Look at the article. Look at the article. It's a good article. Yeah, it, it's it's article. a good article. But uh, yes, but then uh, and then and then, as you know, they introduced the first family, and my friend Stephen, who lined up at eight o'clock in the morning, because he had I felt bad for him. <laughs> well, he had, he had said he had seen other things where they brought up the first guest. And yeah. they said, here they are. And and they would give them things like, here is a lifetime pass to all the right. Disney theme parks. Right. And then, and then they gave it to the family from Marietta, whose little girl was in Golden Dreams. And that was very sweet, but not for us. Uh, but <laughs> no, I, I should mention, too, by the way, the, the ones of us who did get to see the from the back, huh? they just took the first 50. Right. That's the right. First 50 people in line because they were concerned if they piled all these people in in the back then it would be too difficult to crowd control. Of course, you know, it wasn't like it was, you know, 20,000 people waiting back there. All 900 of you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there we were uh, waiting uh, to get in. 
And uh, something I did also manage to do, I think, during the night was I got this. Can you see that? And that is here. I'll, I'll actually take it off of this shirt. This is the button that was issued to the cast members who worked that day. That is cool. And as you can see, it has both parks. Uh, there's also a matching button for the Grand Californian oh, and cool. a matching button for Downtown Disney. Oh. And I do have all three of the buttons because uh, I had friends in the cast. That's very and, cool. And they were very kind, and they would say, hey, Doug, come over here. Here, <laughs> tell him when I gave this. And then, of course, I would put it right on and uh, because, you know, that's that's what we did. Now, they also had inside for guests... Uh, a button that was for sale. That was this one. This is the official grand opening That's button cool. for uh, guests. And you can tell it was a long time ago because there's the price tag on it. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, for a button. But this uh, rectangular button Not was today. actually issued to the public. So they, they, they finished the ceremony and they moved all those people in. And then we got to go to the turnstiles and show our ticket media, mm-hmm. and we were the first guests through. Now, I, I, I should point out that the media was there. In fact, here I am, moments after I entered California Adventure as a paying guest. I think this is such a great picture. It's a great photo. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it, it really captures the moment. You can also see there's a film crew again over on the left, mm-hmm. and they're waiting to see the thousands and thousands of people pouring in. Which, of course, did not happen. Do I look like a person who's been sleeping all night and am now running purely on adrenaline? Uh, You can see I'm already wearing the little button for the uh, cast member. And I'm not sure what the little rectangular badge I'm wearing is. I think it was a fan-made piece that somebody handed out that night. And then the badge that makes it look like I'm a cast member. Yeah, I was wondering about that. My club had badges. And uh, okay. I used to wear them to the park, except I got tired of explaining to people that I was not a cast member when they would ask me where things are. Uh, although oh. I knew all the answers to all the questions. Right, but still. Uh, I'm, I'm holding the opening day brochure in my hand. What you cannot see in the other hand is the, um, the souvenir maps that they gave us. I'm going to close this one out. Let me, uh, let me dive down uh, to uh, a po- photo here. Uh, if, if you can just show us, uh, I know how I'll do this. I think, yeah, I know how I'll do this. I will yeah, that's uh, work. plus, 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 plus it plus, 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 and then zoom down. There we go. Do you see what he's holding in his hand? Yes. That is <clears throat> the big folded souvenir map. Huh. Disney's California adventure. And if you have one of those, Right under the name Disney's California Adventure, there are some sort of swirls of color. And they printed the date, February 8th, 2001, on those. And those were available only on that day. I'll go ahead and close this one out now. Cool. And uh, those maps, as I told you at the end of the article, they they were very stingy. They handed us one map per person. (laughs) Don't even ask for another. Don't try to sneak back here and get another because we'll know. Mm-hmm. That you have one already. And uh, mine immediately went into, I guess I, I was able to get a souvenir bag relatively early. But uh, mine went into a souvenir bag that you can see me uh, in the picture here with Maynard. Let me move this over. <laughs> we got that on the screen? 
Yep. Yeah. You can see I'm holding uh, souvenir bags in my hand. And uh, that my map went in there. And that is they, isn't that a great picture? And That's look really at fun. the incredible mob scene behind us as we're standing there in front of the original Golden Dreams Theater. But, you know, that was my early memory of Disney's California Adventure. It's always like that. When people used to ask me, was it worth going over there? I would say, you know, if you're looking for a nice, peaceful, calm day. That's a good answer. <laughs> uh, you may also notice the shirt I'm wearing. Uh, it's an olive green shirt that has a picture of Walt walking through the castle. And uh, that shirt was actually one that was very, very special to me. I'm going to close this picture out now. Uh, very, very special to me because... Uh, in 1995, for the 40th anniversary, they uh, issued a series of shirts that they called, uh, I want to call Magical Moments. And it was oh, you know, theme park moments at Disneyland Park. On July 17th, they finally released the shirt that had Walt walking through the castle. Oh, that's cool. They sold it only on July 17th. Wow. And I not only still have it, I am wearing it tonight. <laughs> oh, that is very cool. What a great shirt. My Magical Moments shirt. I have carefully preserved that over the years. It comes out for very special occasions. Oh, like no. This kidding. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, it, it was, uh, it was uh, a shirt. It's actually dated on the back. Oh, nice. Really cool. yeah, July 17th, 1995, it says, And the Magic Continues. And then um, that, that, was, that was the shirt. So that's the shirt I'm wearing in that photo. And then, of course, you also saw, again, here, let me, uh, let me pull this over to the middle of the screen. This one is, uh, here we go. I'll kind of blank out some. There we go. You can see there Dave Smith. Yeah. On Paradise Pier. <coughs> Disney Archives, of course. Right. The trees are so small. Oh, I know. Look at those little tiny trees. <laughs> Baby trees. And, yeah. And, and you can see behind Dave all of the rope and stanchions that were set up <laughs> just in case for yes for california screaming for all of those thousands and thousands of people they expected to head into california screaming and i i rode california screaming probably eight or nine times that day wow and uh i'll go ahead and close this one out sure. um no i i went to all the attractions that I wanted I to. Say, you probably hit everything on that day, didn't you? Absolutely everything. And uh, and it is absolutely true that uh, we were also looking. There was some specific merchandise that was released for opening day. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And uh, so uh, that was also pretty much at the height of Disney pin trading, which I believe started right around 98. <clears throat> so the limited edition pins, we would get word where one was. And it was tre uh, Treasures in Paradise. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we rushed over there to get in line. And you know that area that's between what used to be the Cove Bar and Treasures yep. in Paradise? Yeah. Right. So we were, we were crowding in there. And, I mean, people were rushing over from all over the park because people were calling each other and saying, there's a pin release. Right. So we all rushed over there. And a film crew said, oh, good, finally, a huge line of people waiting to get on one of the rides. And they, they got their camera set up, and the guy walks over and he says, so, what ride are you waiting on here at Disney's California Adventure? And we said, we're waiting for a limited edition pin release. Oh, 
okay. <laughs> like, break the cameras down. <laughs> they broke uh, the cameras down and moved. If I were them, I just would have faked it. You know, I would have said, hey, look at the crowds gathering to, uh, oh, yeah, whatever. Tell the story you want to tell, huh? <laughs> that's right. That's right. So that that was uh, the the uncrowded aspect of it. Well, and well, I think you have a picture that shows how uncrowded it really was. Uh-huh. As you yeah. were faking for the day, right? Right. I, by three o'clock, if, if you can believe this, by three o'clock, I was done. Uh, I had been on everything I could go on. Uh, I had seen my friends and said hello. And I was fading because I'd been up all night the night before and freezing cold the night before. So on my way out, I stopped and impulsively took a photo of the uh, attraction board. And the one thing that one friend of mine who saw this said to me almost immediately was, uh, why didn't they list all the attractions? (laughs) This is all the attractions Mm -hmm. that were there. And as you can see, the only one that has a long line is Soarin' Over California. They had only opened one side. Oh. Soarin' Over California because they didn't feel justified opening both sides. Wow. And uh, the sun will, even if there's nobody waiting, it takes 20 minutes, you know, waiting in line because it has to make its full circuit. Sure. <clears throat> and, um, you know, there's Mulholland Madness, which is now, of course, Goofy's Sky School. Wow. And Maliboomer, which is not there. Um, and, uh, and then of course the unforgettable superstar limo <laughs> and, uh, uh, did, did either of you experience superstar limo? Yes. I did not. Oh, you know, you did not miss anything. <laughs> I know <laughs> that was, uh, one of a couple from opening day that I did maybe once or twice. And then I was like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I, I loved in the queue line for uh, uh, Superstar Limo is there was a gag in there that was so absolutely of the moment and was already gone by the time that park opened that I used to, I felt like I was a docent explaining (laughs) the historical background of the jokes. This is why this was once funny. (laughs) Yes. Do you remember the queue line, what the queue line was themed to? Vaguely. LAX. Exactly. LAX. You were arriving at LAX, and then you were going to get in your limo and go to Hollywood. Yeah. And so the whole interior was like a cartoon version of LAX. And at one point you came around a corner and there was a baggage carousel. Mm -hmm. And I think it was supposed to originally turn and then the budget got cut. So it did turn. And it had (laughs) these cut out flats of luggage all over. And then sprinkled among them were Oscars. And I guess people thought, okay, so we're in Hollywood and there'd be Oscars, right? Well, actually, the year before, there had been one of those blink and you'll miss it news stories that the Academy was very, very concerned that the Oscars had gone missing. Oh, I remember that. They had been shipped in and they were missing. And so at Superstar (laughs) Limo, look, it's the missing Oscars. I never understood that. (laughs) <laughs> no one did unless you were have the had a, the weird mind trap that I have for bizarre <laughs> arcane. But well, I, and I, used to, I, I used to tell friends, I'd say, look, there's the missing Oscars. Remember? And they'd look at me blankly and say, huh? <laughs> oh, so that was it. And then, of course, do you remember the the spitting image puppets in the uh, the monitors who would talk to you? 
yeah, as you yeah. were waiting in line, including the one who was supposed to be Joan Rivers, telling I do, yes terrible jokes that went nowhere. Yes. <laughs> And then, and then, of course, inside the caricatures of celebrities, and strangely enough, some of them the same celebrities that arrived the night before. Of uh, course, Tim, Tim Allen was there, Drew Carey was there, and uh, one of the lines that my friends and I never forgot was the Drew Carey simulcrum would 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 hold out a handful of star maps, maps to the star homes, right? And this unctuous announcer's voice would say. <sighs> How about a map to your house, Drew Carey? <laughs> yes. So whenever things yeah. got dull, one or another of us would turn to the other and say, apropos of nothing, how about a map to your house, Drew Carey? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then I'm sure you know that you can still see most of those figures today. They are child detection agents. And the one that's holding out the, the flyers, have you seen this child? Oh, but that's that Drew Carey. That's the stars. How about a Baptiste? <laughs> I feel like that needs to be a meme. Um, <laughs> Cindy Crawford squirting perfume at you is now the one holding the giant vacuum cleaner spraying you down. Wow. Swinging in over the rooftops was Jack. It's it's action star Jackie Chan. Yeah, all <laughs> way, you, would, you would say this. And then, then do you remember at the end? You arrive because yeah, you're supposed to be going to the premiere. It's they're welcoming Hollywood's newest star. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we don't know who it is, and we arrive, and for some reason it's the Chinese theater, and there's these giant chorus lines of chickens and cows and pigs all dancing, not. all dancing, and standing in front of them is Whoopi Goldberg, because of course says it's you. You've arrived, baby. <laughs> and there's this giant billboard. At some point in the attraction, they took a picture of your car. And so the stars that have arrived are you yourselves. Yep. But what was hilarious about it is that you would look at the pictures and everyone in the car looked kind of stupefied. It was like, <laughs> huh? Am I really seeing this? And we're we're all looking around like that. So that was that was the superstar limo. I kind of wish you could get those old pictures somehow because that would just be really funny. Um, yes, yes. So as we are wrapping up on time tonight, I want to yeah. do a quick uh, uh, round robin. So I'm going to throw out a question and as quickly as you can, um, Katie gets to go first because ladies first. Yeah. Always. The answer to the question. Okay. So, and it's just what was your favorite and then whatever I choose. So what was your favorite Disney's California adventure Icon. Uh, the California letters. I would have to say the beautiful wave pool in front of the sun icon. And that was the real name of it, the sun icon. That wave pool was amazing. I it agree with you. I was going to say the sun icon and surrounding also. Um, I love that area. Um, favorite attraction from that opening era? Malibuomer. Uh, I would say California Screaming because it was the smoothest high thrill roller coaster I'd ever been on. Yeah, that one blew my mind too. Um, I'm going to go with Soren though. Oh, mm-hmm. can't be Soren. That one that blew my amazing. mind. One point I was um, keeping count. <laughs> uh, favorite food? Favorite DCA 1.0 
food is harder. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because I don't remember eating a whole lot at DCA 1.0, even though the food is plentiful. But I'm going to do the cheap cough out answer, and I'm going to say burger invasion. It's a meteor shower. Okay. Oh yes, a meteor shower. I get it. <laughs> I actually, this one's not hard for me at all. A uh, Hollywood and Dine Schwabs. They oh. made this marvelous sandwich, and whenever I could go over there and get that. And I, I adored Hollywood and Dine because they had collected all these incredible artifacts from actual Hollywood night spots. And they had them on display on the walls. It was, it was great. That's amazing. Nice. I don't know that I actually ever ate in Disney's California Adventure during that time because I'd always go back to Disneyland. Um, like I only remember getting snacks, so I I can't give you a good answer to that one. Um, and then what's your, this one is the hardest one. What is your favorite Disney's California adventure opening park memory? Um, some of my favorite memories are because I was a child when DCA 1.0 opened, uh, I would be with my parents. I'd be eating ice cream at, um, Burbank ice cream. Um, and those are like some of my fondest memories is standing in in the zephyr with my parents smell of ice cream like that to me um the entire sunshine plaza area are like my dca 1.0 memories but cool. specifically burbank ice cream how about you doug well i would have to say you can put it up on screen you got it right there <laughs> uh actually did you, you know you, say what you will about the whole experience it was an amazing bucket list moment yeah mm-hmm. and i I was there for the opening day of a Disney theme park. So that, that, that was it. I think that if you're going to open a Disney theme park, that's kind of the ideal way to experience it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. There's a lot to be said for doing it the hard way and, and getting that. <laughs> I, I actually, like, I've had this conversation with a couple of our team members where it's like, there are times where I miss just hoofing it. And, and like you did the story you wanted, not the story you were pointed to. Like there's some things that are, that are definitely um, advantageous for that. And uh, so I'm actually, it's been really fun to read and hear about this experience, Doug. And uh, <laughs> thank you for uh, um, playing with my crazy ideas this time. Cause uh, <laughs> it started out originally. You called me with the crazy idea. Was it a year ago, year and a half ago? Yes. yes I said, Hey, would you uh, be interested in a, a blog? See, I had anticipated I would be writing this story 10 years from now on my blog, you 30 might. years ago at Disneyland. So I do know that my February uh, 2031 <laughs> article is already done. And in fact, you have it. So uh, <laughs> I don't send you anything. I was going to say, maybe you should do it again and we'll see if they match up. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being on tonight, Doug. If people, what should people do, Katie? I I almost missed my exit. How dare you? I know. You should go to dabsmagic.com and you should read Doug's article. Like once the show finishes, you leave here, you read the article, you look at the photos. And I'm going to interrupt you right there. You should also read his WandaVision articles because those have been amazing and really fun to geek out to as well. And honestly, if we were an hour long show, we would be talking about that tonight too, but we'll, we'll have you back and we'll do that. Doug, do this really cool thing where you find the California adventure article, read the whole thing. You scroll back up to the top, you click on the author name, read all of Doug's articles. They're all really brilliant idea. (laughs) Um, Check out all the Disney and geek news as 
it happens while you're there and subscribe to our mailing list. You don't miss anything. That is true. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss any of the videos that we have going up. Murray and I are still working on getting some of our archival videos digitized. And we just found a bunch of 50th stuff. So we're going to hopefully get that up in the coming who knows when but it's coming and we'll have more live streams and more uh, stuff going up almost i think actually every day but that is all the time we have for you this week so we will see you around the corner bye